I've got a big hat tip today for Atomic Speedway and their weekend experiment. I'll tell you about that. Plus everything you need to know from the Dura Racing Weekend. Let's go. It's Monday, March 27th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm going to get things started today with a little bit of kudos for Atomic Speedway in Ohio. Over the weekend, they lost their Saturday show to rain, but they weren't ready to throw in the towel just yet on racing. So Saturday afternoon, they put out a call on social media. If they could sell a thousand pre-sale tickets before 9 p.m. on Saturday night, they would run a full show of sprint cars and modifieds on Sunday. They did get, uh, end up getting somewhere across 500 pre-sales, but ultimately fell short and had to cancel the Sunday show. It was late notice. They don't normally run on Sunday, so it wasn't a shock that they didn't meet their goal. But I got to give it to Charlie Vest and Dave Andrews and the folks there for trying. When we talk about innovative thinking from track promoters, this is the type of stuff we need to see. They wanted to put on a show, but also they didn't want to lose their shirt earlier in the season, which we all understand. So they took a shot. And it's this type of outside-the-box thinking that needs to start happening everywhere. Those who don't push boundaries and try and improve their shows and their facilities and their promoting all around will eventually fail. It might not have worked out in this case, but I guarantee you they learned something for the future and something they can use for the future. Racing at Atomic will continue later this week with the Super Dirt Car Series Big Block Modified inbound for two days. It was a cold and wet weekend around the country at limited racing options. That's been kind of a theme this spring, uh, and it was especially true for the fendered crowd. But if you're an open wheel fan, you did have plenty of races to watch over the past three days. And we'll start with the outlaws down south. When you think about sprint car areas in the U.S., Alabama, Mississippi, not states high on that list. Uh, but I thought the outlaws did well at Talladega and Magnolia. It looked like the crowds were solid. And each night had 29 cars, and I think the car counts were especially nice surprises. There were some thoughts, I think, leading into this that they were not going to get that many. And we got to watch two pretty damn good races. Friday night, Buddy Kofoid sat on the pole, and he had to make the right moves through lap traffic and hold off Brad Sweet to earn his second career outlaw win. Buddy has shifted back to full-time sprint car competition for 2023 after winning back-to-back -back USAC midget titles. And he's been uh, really fast to start this year. Through these opening eight outlaw races, he's now got a win, three top fives, and five top tens with the Crouch Motorsports guys. I know their plan is to go pick and choose this season, but they do sit fifth in the outlaw points right now, ahead of names like Sheldon Hoddenshield, like Donnie Schott, Spencer Based, and James McFadden. I think you need to get used to seeing that number 11 car up front in sprint car shows this year. Uh, Buddy is back in a sprint car and back with a force. Sweet and Baston joined Kofoid on the Talladega podium. Logan Schuhart's top 10 streak was busted. He had a 14th place result. While Carson Macedo bounced back from an early spin in that one to finish ninth and keep his uh, top 10 streak alive. At Magnolia on Saturday, we saw Sheldon Huddenshield lead his first laps of 2023, but ultimately they had to settle for third on the night. It was that team's first podium finish of the season, but they're in the midst of a 24-race winless streak right now that stretches back to Skagit last September. They haven't been bad to start the year by any stretch, but they haven't really been a factor for race wins either. This run of winless races is the longest such streak for Sheldon in three years. They've obviously got some work to do to get their package straightened out going forward, but Saturday's podium was a nice step in the right direction. 
After leading the first nine circuits, uh, Brad Sweet snatched the lead from Sheldon on lap 10 and drove off to the win. It was Brad's first victory of the season and his first since Sharon in 2022. It was a stretch of uh, 16 races for him. It was also Brad's 80th career outlaw win that moves him to just four shy of Stevie Smith for 10th all time. And actually him and David Gravel passing Smith and Darren Pittman for ninth all time on that list is very much a possibility this season. There was more praise from the drivers about the new Hoosier tires, and I think the eyeball test seemed to get passed again. There was no issues. We had good racing both nights. Hopefully that continues going forward. Uh, coming up this weekend, the series heads to Devil's Bowl in Texas for two nights of racing. Gravel still the points leader at Macedo, Sweet, Shuhart, and Kofoid, the rest of the Outlaw Top 5. Up in Pennsylvania, it was a mixed bag of racing over the weekend. Williams Grove and Port Royal both canceled, but Lincoln and BAP got races in. At Lincoln on Saturday night, Chase Deeds took advantage of the front row starting position to bag his first win of 2023 and his first with his new team. A couple of well-timed cautions kind of helped Deeds out along the way, as did a juiced-up racetrack that was pretty tough to pass on. Damp conditions kept Lincoln from really widening out. Some guys were kind of caught out by the conditions. We saw multiple incidents uh, in that feature, especially early on. We've got some more thoughts on Lincoln on in the Pennsylvania weekend and some track stuff. I'll share that on the show tomorrow, but uh, kudos to Lincoln for uh, toughing it out on a difficult night. At BAPS on Sunday, tires were the name of the game with the track having issues and rubber showing up during the feature. Anthony Macri got to the lead just past halfway and survived to the end to score his first victory of the season and first with new crew chief Joe Mooney. Mooney took over this season after car chiefing the previous several years on Brad Sweet's KKR ride, and he figured it was only a matter of time before they got that first win together. In the end, the BAPS feature was shortened. Only like 10 cars were running at the finish. Certainly not ideal, but hey, you're going to have that sometimes in big time dirt racing. Uh, for weekly racing right now, drivers are still able to run the old Sprint car tire if they so choose, and the team's choices were mixed over the weekend in Central PA. Some chose to go each direction. At BAPS, though, interesting to note the top three were all on the new tire, while Dietz won on Lincoln on the old tire. Out in California, Justin Sanders won for the second straight week at Placerville. This time, though, it was with the Sprint Car Challenge Tour. He topped Corey Day and Cole Macedo in that one. Most of the rest of the dirt tracks in the state were quiet because of the ongoing wet weather. At Port City, the Friday night Power Eye Midget Show was lost to rain, but we got a good one on Saturday night. Dazen Persley charged through the field from 13th and made a last lap pass on Jace Park to score the victory. Persley is driving the Midget this season for Reinbold Underwood while Park was in a Mounts Stout ride. Zach Dom completed the night's podium. You can see the highlights for that race over on the Power Eye YouTube channel if you want to check it out. Power Eye is back this weekend as a co-sanction with the Extreme Outlaw Midgets at Farmer City. And with the USMTS Modifieds, their Friday race at Humble also rained out, but uh, Saturday night they did get to race. It was Dan Ebert who tracked down Terry Phillips past halfway and drove on to a nearly five-second victory in the King of America finale. Phillips and Caden Carter completed the podium. Phillips leads the points now with the USMTS headed to Arklatech Speedway later this week. Looking at the streaming schedule, just Flow Racing 24-7 and Dirt Vision now on it for today. Uh, if you want to see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good Monday out there. We'll be right back here tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. <laughs>